Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. On today's bonus episode, we are going to be interviewing one of our EB Teachers Club members, Chelsea. If you didn't know, we've done two other interviews as well. Those have both been bonus episodes airing on Thursdays all about the EB Teachers Club. And so the EB Teachers Club is our monthly membership for middle school English language arts teachers, where we provide you with engaging, rigorous, highly academic lessons every single month. You get access to teacher trainings and all kinds of other just incredible resources to help you bring your ELA classroom to the next level while also helping you save time on lesson planning because we're going to put all of the lessons together so that you don't have to. So the EB Teachers Club has officially opened for enrollment as of today, February 20th, Thursday, when this episode is airing. So if it's something that's been on your radar, you've been thinking about it, I invite you to go check out our information page at ebacademics.com forward slash membership. We have some videos for you. We have testimonials from other teachers for you. We detail every single thing that's included. We also have an admin flyer as well. That's a digital flyer that you can share with your principal or your administrators to see if you can get your school to invest in our monthly membership for you so that um, you don't have to, so that your school can cover that cost. So either way, it's just a great community of teachers. I absolutely love all of our EB teachers, and Chelsea is no exception. So I'm really excited for you to hear her story, hear her experience being a member in the club and what it's been like for her, and then invite you to go check out more about the club and become an EB teacher today. So our enrollment period is open from February 20th for about a week. So if it is something you're interested, make sure that you get the ball rolling and go check out that information page and you can even sign up today. Hope to see you guys inside the club. All right, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. I am here with Chelsea, who is one of our EB Teachers Club members. Welcome to the podcast, Chelsea. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. And I was looking at your um, information, and I realized like you have been with us since pretty much the beginning. Like You joined in July. Oh, yeah. I When I saw that you guys were starting this, I was like, I, there was no way I was not going to join um, so I was like, get me in right away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so awesome. Well, you are an original, so thank you. Um, before we jump into the questions for the episode today, I would love for you to just let our listeners know like who you are, a little bit about you at grade level, you teach things like that. Yeah. So um I'm Chelsea. I um am new-ish to teaching. Um, this will be my third year. Um, I started teaching in California. Um, back in 2017, I was teaching high school and, um, then I was kind of getting a little, um, homesick from Texas. Um, so I moved over here and I started teaching middle school. Um, and I really found my calling for teaching when I started middle school. Um, and so with that, um, a specific love for language arts, Um, So currently I teach seventh grade language arts at a local middle school over in um, Austin, Texas area. Um, First year and I'm loving it, loving it. 
That's so great. You know, your story reminds me of mine because I taught high school first for four years also. And then I went to middle school and I was like, middle school is the best. (laughs) It's so great. They're such different people, but I love the, um, they still have the kid personalities, but they're getting into their adulthood and I love them. Yes. It's just such a great age. It's so ironic because everyone always told me seventh graders are the worst. Like you're not going to want to teach seventh grade. And I'm like, I left seventh grade. I don't know what the issue was. <laughs> I definitely noticed the roller coaster of emotions. They, they definitely have their days, but that's my favorite part about them is that you get new people every day. Yes. Yes. So cool. Yeah. Well, your story is so similar to mine. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to ask you some questions about the EB Teachers Club just to share your story and your experience with us and being a member and what it's been like um, so that our listeners can get kind of a glimpse into that world. So my first question for you is what was life like before joining the EB Teachers Club? I know you said you were like all in on board, ready to go, but what was kind of like the impetus that you realized that this was something that you wanted to do? Yeah. So um, I think the hardest part for me is figuring out how to take um, the teaks or, you know, the, the standards that you have to teach and putting it into um, a lesson plan that can be fun for kids. I love reading and I love writing, but kids kind of have to be almost sometimes tricked into doing that stuff. Um, and so it was always hard for me to think of original ways to get them to um, learn or to, um, you know, learn different topics. And so um, I was just constantly on the search for people who had like-minded thoughts in that sense that like they could find ways to teach them through drawing or teach them through, um, you know, different activities that kind of encompass that. And so I was always looking through it. And then, um, I stumbled upon you guys and I was like, this is like the answer to my prayers. They think the way that I think, and they think the way that I want my kids to think. Um, so it was like the perfect mix of everything that I was looking for. That's so great to hear. And I totally understand how you feel in regards to like, okay, how do we take this and make this interesting for kids? Because I'm the same way. Like I love reading myself. I love writing myself and a lot, you're right. Like a lot of the times it is kind of like tricking them, you know, quote unquote into learning like, Hey, this is going to be fun. You're going to end up loving this too. Um, And I will say that what's really cool is working with Jessica, who's the other half of EB. She is super creative in that regard. And she and I will like brainstorm all of the ideas together. And she then comes up with the concept. And then I take the concept and I make it into the actual content that you see in front of you. So it's like the two of us working together on that. So, um, so it's neat to hear that it is totally kind of what you were looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the best reaction when you get your kids to say, well, we really didn't learn anything today. I'm like, actually, you did. <laughs> this is like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Like, see, you don't realize it. And that's the best part is when they don't realize that they've learned something. So. Yeah, so cool. I love to hear that. So then what that kind of ties into the next question is, what has it been like for you to use our resources and to be an EV Teachers Club member? Like, what have you seen change for yourself? And then also, what have you seen change for your kids? Um, I think the biggest thing is I've noticed... Um, more of a structure in my teaching. Um, I kind of, everything is able to kind of tie together instead of it being almost um, random lessons and random activities. Everything has a purpose and everything Mm -hmm. has a connection. Um, And the kids notice that too. So they're able to connect one thing that we do, you know, in February to something we've done in January because 
um, everything has kind of an overall connection. Um, and for me, I have um, a confidence and um, a con a con a some calmness to me knowing that I'm meeting teaks and I'm meeting standards, but I'm also making them have fun. I don't have to go into tomorrow thinking, okay, they may not like this because I know they're going to love what we're doing. So it's an overall happiness. Very cool. What a great feeling, right? Isn't that the best? <laughs> yes. It's, it, it causes a lot. It helps me lose a lot of those Sunday scaries because I know that Monday's not going to be as hard with them enjoying what they're going to do. Yeah. And some, and I think that's kind of like the best part about teaching, like when everything starts to just work, you know, and you, you go to school on Monday and you're like, okay, I got this. This It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a blast. And it makes it not a job, you know? Absolutely. And then you don't have to, you know, and the kids get excited when, um, you know, they like the stories that they're reading or the things that they're writing about. And you don't have to hear the, uh, you get to hear the, yes, like we get to do this. And, um, so it's exciting to know that I'm going to get the excitement in them that I've wanted. Yes. And then you love it more too, right? Yeah. Oh, I, that's the best part of teaching is seeing their excitement the way that I have the excitement for it. So. Yes. Very cool. So I'm so glad that's been your experience. That makes me really happy to hear. <laughs> um, so then that brings me just kind of to my last question is if someone who's listening to this episode, you know, they're probably listening because they're thinking about whether or not they want to join and, you know, make the commitment and is it going to work for them? What would you say to someone who's thinking about it and who's on the fence and just needs help making that decision for what's best for them and for their kids? I think that the one thing that would have held me back would be that I would feel required to use everything. Um, And it's a place where, you know, you have resources that you can go to and different ideas. The best part of teaching is being able to take from someone else and adapt it into your own. So knowing that I have this huge, like, database of resources that I can use and pick and pull from. Um, but also having a community of people where if I'm stuck on how to teach something or something I can do with kids, I have so many teacher friends that can give me advice that I'm like, that's perfect. I'll use that. And, um, because teaching is, shouldn't be something that you do alone. Um, and now I have people at my school, but also people around the world that can kind of be like, here's a great way to do this. And my kids love it. So that's so great. I don't regret it for a second. Awesome. That's great to hear. And I agree with you. The community is one of my favorite parts of the club too. You know, you all have access to pretty much the same content, you know, based on which free content you choose each month as well. But, you know, you can go into the group and be like, Hey, I'm doing this with my kids. Do you have any suggestions or can, do you have something else that I could add to this? Or did you find something, you know, just, it's cool to be able to bounce ideas off of people who are using the same stuff that you are, you know? Right. Plus they can kind of say, you know, if I'm a, you know, if I'm a day behind someone else that's taught, I can say, Hey, I haven't yet gotten to this part of the activity. How did it go for you guys? Any tips that you have after you've taught it? Um, it's just, it's really nice to have that feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I taught, I was always kind of the sole ELA teacher for middle school, just cause I've always taught in smaller schools. I don't, are you the only ELA teacher at your school also, or do you have a team? I have a team, um, but I'm the only one for my grade level. Gotcha. Okay. So kind of like the same thing that I, yeah. And so then it's hard, you know, for me, it was hard because I didn't really have anyone to bounce those ideas off of, 
you know? Right. And that's such, I feel like a magical part of teaching is like you said, being able to share ideas and take things and adapt them to what works for you and works best for you. So I agree with you that the community aspect of the club is just my favorite thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't find that in a lot of other places. So it's nice to have. So now at the end, I'm going to ask you our five quick fire questions. So these are just kind of random questions, but fun. So the first thing that comes to your mind, there's no right or wrong answer. Okay. (laughs) All right. So the first question is if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, Probably the Vatican in Italy. Um, I love that there's an entire country in a little area within Italy. So I've always wanted to go to somewhere historic and that sounds fantastic. Yes. It's, I studied abroad in Rome and so I lived there for about four months and Vatican City is so cool. And my parents got this tour for us where we got to go into the Sistine Chapel before anyone else was there. They like knew somebody and they hooked us up and it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. I would die. I love that. I can't wait for you to go. You're going to love it. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Um, so my second question is, what is your favorite month of the year? Um, May, because it's my birthday month, but I also love the weather mm-hmm. that you get. You still have the cool, crisp air um, before, at least in Texas, the summer heat. Um, so I love May. When is your birthday in May? For sure. May 12th. Okay. I'm May 2nd and Jessica's May 4th. So we're all Tauruses. <laughs> there you go. So many birthdays. <laughs> I like May the most too. Um, what is your favorite lunch item? Um, I'm big on sandwiches. There's a sandwich shop that's close to where I work and I've been going there a lot recently and nothing is better than like the crisp, um, like bite into a sandwich. Yes. I love. Same. Love sandwiches too. What is the last book that you read? Um, Brave New World. Um, I've been trying to read more of the classics and one that I haven't touched yet was Brave New World and I wanted to read it for a long time. So I just picked it up from Amazon and um, I loved it. Awesome. I haven't, I haven't read that book. So would you suggest I? I'm very into dystopian novels. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of those dystopian novels. And I, um, I think everyone should read those kinds of books. Um, they're personally my favorite, but I think classics are just so important because there's a reason they're classics. Yeah. Um, and as a language arts teacher, I just love the classic novels. Nothing is as good as those. <laughs> I agree. I like The Great Gatsby and all that. Yes. I love it. And I love to teach those too. So. Yes. Do you get to teach Gatsby at your grade level? No, we actually don't teach novels at um, my grade level at my school. Oh, interesting. So they do little book clubs. Um, okay. Novels, but. Gotcha. Yeah, I taught Gatsby when I taught high school. And so I only got to do it for four years and I loved yeah. it. Favorite. Yeah. So this is my last question. If you weren't a teacher, what would you do? Um, I would love to be a singer. That's so <laughs> love, fun. Yeah. I like singing and I like performing. Um, so I would love to um, be like a, like a rock star. Like I, was, I wanted to be Britney Spears when I was younger. Yes. That was my dream. <laughs> Um, I'd probably be a singer. Um, my stu- I will always sing, usually off key for my students because it's funny and they laugh at that. Miss um, Cab, please stop. Please stop. Um, but I would probably be a singer. I think it'd That's be fun. That's fun. Um, the Britney Spears has a 
new um like museum like pop-up museum in LA that just opened yesterday yes I, I got sucked into like an Instagram hole last night when I was trying to fall asleep all about it it looks amazing I love Britney Spears growing up too so funny oh, yeah. she, and she was like very 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 popular when I was in my early 10s so mm -hmm. She's my idol. Same, same. Yeah. Love her. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing your experiences with our listeners and just taking the time to, to let us know how everything's been for you in the club. Absolutely. I'm really glad to have been here. So I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. You got a good glimpse of what it's like to be an EB teacher in our EB Teachers Club. And I, again, would love to invite you to join us and become a part of our EB family. Just go to ebacademics.com forward slash membership. You can choose the option which works best for you. You can either join us as a monthly member for a year. Um, our monthly membership, remember, it is a month-to-month -month basis. So if you join us for a month and you see that it's not something that's going to work out for you, you can absolutely cancel your membership. We also have a great 48-hour refund policy. So if you join us and after 48 hours or before the end of those 48 hours, you decide, you know what, it's not going to work for me, just send us an email and we're absolutely happy to give you your money back. So it really is no risk just to check it out and see what it's all about. But I guarantee you that you are going to love it once you become a member. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash membership.